0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Ileana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology, episode 101. So, whoo, okay, well, I've got some cool stuff to share with you today. Um, before I begin, um, we're actually this is going to be about um, a lot of it is about the astrology of Florida, the state of Florida, and there's um, implications for all of us, even if we're just we're not residents. Clearly. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll be getting into that and uh, things of national importance, of, of course, and even out into the world. Um, so, but before I get into that, I just wanted to give a couple of, you know, a few heads up because um, we're heading into um, eclipse season at the end of the month. Um, be doing a full out um, interpretation of that the lunar eclipse and, and the solar as we as we get closer to that. But just to remind you of a few things. One is that today, May 8th, um, Venus went into the sign of Gemini, very playful Gemini. So the goddess of socializing and a connection is um, now being lighthearted and playful and uh, Venus is teaming up with Mercury, so they're together, they're in cahoots with each other. So I would say, you know, let's make sure that we, when we, let's have fun and let's loosen up and play. And you know what? It's okay to change your mind, right? Mercury and Gemini, home base, change your mind. Um, have fun, connect, uh, be fluid, be open to listening and, and, mel- and kind of merging and melding with others. Uh, This is certainly an interesting time to be doing that. I mean, certainly, you know, with COVID, it's um, very very trying in certain countries like in India, uh, which I will talk about in a minute. But um, yeah, it's just um, a lot of, uh, of course, we're gonna continue to be safe. COVID is certainly by no means over, even though uh, many people have gone back to work, gotten vaccinated and and such and done, you know, many things in in these last few months. Um, we just want to um, make sure that we are um, staying practicing responsibility, right? Our Uranus Saturn square this year is making sure of that. But anyway, um, to just to say too that in uh, this week Mercury is going, that trickster planet is going to start its shadow period of retrograde. So it'll retrograde at the end of the month on May 29th, but the shadow period where things start to slow down is going to happen exactly on uh the on friday the 14th um yeah friday is the 14th at um in eastern standard time it's going to be 8:29 pm so it'll be early in the morning in europe for on may 15th for mercury to start a shadow and i'm saying this because it's interesting as we practice getting Uh, more in tune with with stars and planets that you can actually feel this energy shift just very subtly. So kind of just be more mindful and aware of and listening to yourself and other things and how things happen and don't happen around that time because you'll start getting a really good sense of how these things uh, work and operate in our life. So just a suggestion. Okay, so there's that. And uh, I also wanted to say that, uh, too, uh, Friday into Saturday, we have that Mars is going to oppose last July's eclipse, the lunar eclipse, which was at 13 Cancer, which is exactly the the sun of the United States is 13 Cancer. So uh, Mars is going to oppose that point on Friday. And um, again, you know, I would just say, um, and then, you know, with mercury being just beginning its shadow retrograde, very interesting. I think that has a lot of implications for the commerce uh, currency, you know, stock exchange, uh, certainly currency, and I'm thinking of cryptocurrency as I've mentioned in previous um, episodes, the, the most previous one, and you can, you know, listen to that again, or if you haven't heard it, go ahead and have a look, but it has to do with the um, Bitcoin and. And all the cryptos, um, there could be a change of course here, or a rethinking, or or a reevaluation of of the worth, and um, as well as you know Saturn's in a couple of weeks is going to go retrograde, so I think we could be rethinking a lot of things on on long term um, along those lines. So be prepared. We might see some kind of um, a shift, you know, um, in the markets at the end. Most of this is going to happen on the weekend. I think, ap- certainly after the New York exchanges close. closed. But hey, you know, uh, we could see something new show up over the weekend, and maybe when things open on, you know, in Tokyo markets on Monday, we might have a different situation, a different uh, lay of the land on things. So anyway, just giving you a little heads up on that. Um, And also, Uranus, um, as of the other day, Uranus entered 11 degrees, there's that 11 degree of the fixed signs, Um, so we might be hearing more about um, royal family stuff, you know, I mean, I know Archie turned two, but I'm I'm talking about bigger things than that, although, happy birthday, Archie, you're a cutie. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, uh, again, you know, why should we care if we don't care about the monarchy? Because it's representing a shift in... Uh, power and it is about um, the collective. We're not just that. Is really just the, the bellwether. You know, w- w- the Harry Meghan uh, situation with the royal family is is really just showing us a bigger picture about how we are um, approaching our future and how what kind of world and future do we want to live in and design and what good parts of the past do we want to keep and preserve and what are the parts that are toxic and no longer serving and. If there's any great example of that, it's certainly that family and what they're going through right now. So um, wherever you feel about that, it's just these are these forces of nature that are presenting themselves. And we're seeing it very clearly through through that royal family situation. Um, One other thing I just wanna say is we had um, a, a request from one of the viewers, a gentleman in India, Wanted to um, ask about COVID. And um, so I'm bringing Smyana back, which of course I love to bring her back. You know, she's like one of my favorite destroyers. And she's so brilliant. And she did give some incredibly great uh, predictions about the royal family, about the presidential election. You know, she's just so spot on with her analyses. She's an incredible world-class researcher. So it's an honor to have her on again. And uh, a gentleman had asked her, would you please uh, tell us who, who's in India? You know, Will you please tell us about the situation in India, which of course is heartbreaking. So my request uh, today with all of you who may listen to this podcast is to just keep praying for India. Yeah, Mother India. Um, it's it's pretty intense out there if you've not read the headlines lately so uh, I think they recorded like 400,000 cases in one day the other day like a few days ago it was 300,000 now it's 400,000 and they say that that's even being underreported like they don't even have the exact statistics so just keep them in your prayers keep praying and praying for the highest truth to unfold with with all of that, but yes, she's coming back and I'm not sure exactly when, but sometime um, in a few days, we'll have that, uh, we'll we'll be back um, probably, I think Wednesday or so. So uh, look for that Wednesday and we'll be doing that. And um, so, yeah, we're very excited about that. And Kat Kat Nelligan is going to be on, and she is an awesome astrologer and also a scholar, and she's been doing some incredible research on the daimon and astrology, and that's like your guardian angel or your spirit guide, and how to work with that and find it in your chart. So it's an incredible uh, it's a course that she's actually offering. So uh, again, we'll be um, you know we'll be having her on, and she can share about that, and uh, I think you'll enjoy that too. So. Um, okay, that's it for the announcements. And now on to the show. Um, so this, we're going to talk about um, it is, well, it's May and June 1st officially starts the hurricane season um, in, in, I don't know if it's just Florida, but from June 1st to November 30th is officially hurricane season. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because the state of Florida, and it's not just the hurricane season. We're going to talk about another subject too which is both of which are related to the eclipses in Gemini and Sag. But um, Florida astrology, um, Hurricane Andrew, um, we're gonna talk about this because um, Florida is in its sixth Saturn return, so you know, most of us, we are not on the planet beyond the age of 80s, 90s, right? We usually, if we, if we live to the late 80s, we have three Saturn returns. Well, the state of Florida was incorporated in 1845 and it is now in its sixth Saturn return. So that's a major game change. And uh, the last time it was in its Saturn return was in 1992 when we had Hurricane Andrew. And then we also had the storm of the century. So a lot of people may not remember the storm of the century so much. I certainly do. And I will tell you a story about that. But the, um, the thing is that it's, it, both of, of which caused enormous damage. Uh, for anyone who is around that remembers Hurricane Andrew, um, it was, let me get some stats on this to just give you an idea about how big this, this was. Um, it was a category five. It was a category five hurricane that struck the Bahamas, Florida, and Louisiana in August of 1992. It is still um, the most destructive hurricane to ever hit Florida in terms of structures damaged or destroyed. And until Hurricane Irma came along a few years ago, it was the costliest. So Hurricane Irma budged it out in terms of uh, financially, but it's still Andrew remains the most destructive hurricane ever to hit Florida. Um, it was the strongest landfalling one in decades, and um, it was only surpassed by Katrina in 2005 and the costliest to make landfall. But um, there were only four hurricanes that were in, in a category five to make landfall, and Hurricane um, going back to like 1935, 1969, and Hurricane Andrew uh, was one of them. Uh, Hurricane Michael in 2018 was also, but the, Andrew has had the most en- enormous damage. the The winds in this was as high as like 174 mile an hour winds. It's like I remember l- reading that the, the the like that weather vane, you know, it like ripped off. Like it it couldn't even be measured. It was so over the top. Um, it really did a number on Miami and Homestead, which is a little a small. A, suburban area outside Miami and um, I remember going down to visit, uh, going camping in the Everglades about six months after Hurricane Andrew and I remember driving down what it was at A1A and driving past Homestead and it looked like Berlin after the war. It was shocking. Here it is six months out and not one thing had changed. The, 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 all the foundations were just ripped you know, it, it, all the the homes were completely destroyed. I guess it was a lot of, um, you know, what do you call those houses, mobile homes and things, but they had, uh, it just looked like a war zone, so um, it really had a huge impact. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, hopefully we won't have to go through that again. Uh, I did look at the astrology of that day, and it was very intense, although I do see um, you know, again, when Saturn comes back in that place and we know cycles of time, what happened in the past, we wanna be prepared and ready. So if you live in Florida, you definitely wanna take note of that and do what all good Floridians do, you know, batteries, lamps, uh, peanut butter, you know, you know the drill. Uh, so anyway, just to, to uh, make that. And, and of course it's important because uh, next to, F- uh, Florida has a huge citrus crop. And I mean, the Florida orange, right? Shows you know, postcards, Florida oranges. Right? The um, it's very important and uh, for tourism, for you know, food supply and such. And here it is, Disney's just about ready to um, is slowly coming back, Disney World in Orlando. Um, coming back online after being so devastated by COVID. And then here it is, here comes comes hurricane season and here comes the Saturn return. So this is a big game changing year this year and next for the state of Florida. And that's one reason. Um, Just to give you an idea of of the um, astrological indications of huge uh, Hurricane Andrew impact, um, it was August 16th of 1992 and uh, Uranus, transiting Uranus and Neptune. So Uranus, think of chaos, catastrophe, Neptune, of course, water, right? The dissolution of things was conjunct the moon of Florida. The moon uh, Florida has the moon in Capricorn, 13 degrees of Capricorn. So it talked about destroying real estate, right? Um, and that was, uh, Saturn was retrograde um at when it hit in hurricane andrew and it was exactly at 13 degrees right on the saturn right it's right on um it was it was uh, 13 degrees yeah, so it's it's intense, right on its Saturn, about 10 minutes from its natal chart. Saturn was 13 degrees, 33 minutes. The storm, the day of the storm was 13 degrees, 43 minutes. You're talking whew, hair thin, right? But bang on conjunct. So uh, something to be aware of. Plus at the time, Florida was in its Uranus, it squ- was squaring, Uranus was squaring, transiting Uranus was squaring natal Uranus. And that can obviously is a huge, um, a lot of chaos and upheaval. So we don't have that, at least that going on right now, but it did happen then. Um, There's a lot of uh, different things uh, happening, but the, um, we have the, um, the moon was in Pisces, of course, Pisces water, and it was, uh, which and is the ruler of the sun of Florida. Florida is a Pisces state, so uh, Jupiter rules a Pisces and so Jupiter rules the sun of Florida and you know what is Jupiter wealth and and things of that nature and you know just big magnanimous big and Jupiter was conjunct Uranus um so as you can see it's just it created it was like a perfect storm so to speak and all of that and then the other one was the um the storm of the century which uh went from the Honduras to um all the way to Canada and that was in March of 1993. And I, I remember that one well because I went camping. Um, and I remember driving down to Florida and being in the Everglades for several weeks, having a great time. And I remember uh, we went to, um, we went to, my uh, boyfriend and I went to pick up a friend of his at the airport. The only time we ever left the, the, the national park went there uh, and then came, stayed overnight in Miami, drove back to the campsite the next day. Well, that was, the storm had started when we were picking his friend up in the airport. So we stayed in this motel, we come back and we literally had to row out to the campsite. The campsite was flooded in like four feet of water. And I remember them, never forget the ranger, we, he put us in this huge, one of those like lifeboat Rowboats, you know, and and we 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 were and we rowed out and 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 the the tent was uh, goodness it was um, all only one pole was still standing and everything was around, you know but it was a really good expensive tent and and it um, it didn't rip for some weird reason but it did collapse and one of the uh, aluminum poles broke but there was this one lone pole like a mast on a ship and the fabric was hanging around it and it was just sticking up out of the water just a little bit and. So we rode over to it. Well, obviously we had to wait for the water to recede, and when it did, we had all our things. It was just completely waterlogged, as you can imagine. Um, but I'll never forget that. And that was that went all the way up the coast. So it started in Central America, and and it had this fierceness, you know. And again, the astrology for that was very, very intense. Um, so. Uh, let's see, I think uh, for that storm, Saturn was exactly at 24 degrees, which conjunct Florida's Neptune at 24 degrees of Aquarius. And Neptune in the Florida chart, Neptune and Venus are conjunct at 24 degrees. So again, um, there was another huge storm. And um, yeah, that they, you know, one of these things like it had never been seen before. Let me see if there was anything I can say about that. it was a cyclonic storm that formed over the Gulf of Mexico. It was notable for its intensity, massive size, and far-reaching effects. So I'm just reading this from Wikipedia. And it um, eventually dissipated like a few days later. But um, there is even, it even brought snow in areas as far south as Alabama and northern Georgia. So you're talking about crazy, crazy kind of storm the panhandle got stung. We got up to like four inches of snow, the panhandle. Birmingham, Alabama had 13 inches of snow in March, right? Like Birmingham never gets snow. It got over a foot of snow. So again, this is you know giving us a, a really big wake up call. And this is during the Saturn return of, of um, Saturn and Aquarius in the state of Florida. So I think you get the picture. Um, all right, so that is um, that was then. And now what do we have with, um, with, with this particular uh, situation in, in, uh, with our thing? Well, interestingly enough, uh, Saturn is gonna go retrograde. Like I said, at the end of the month, it'll be on, um, on, let's see, Saturn retrograde. When is that going to be? Oh, not Mercury, sorry. Hold on, let me check my thing here. Okay, it's going to go retrograde on Sunday, May 23rd, at like 410 AM Eastern Standard Time. So again, it'll be a little later in the day for everyone in the Eastern Hemisphere. Wow, right? So um, but here's the deal. Why am I saying wow? I'm saying wow ahead of time. (laughs) See, Mercury's already starting to think about its shadow, and I'm already saying the wrong thing. the sun of Florida is 13 degrees. Uh, what is it? 13 degrees 31 minutes, and uh, let's see. Oh, it's going to go retrograde at 13 degrees 31 minutes, and Saturn. And Florida's sun is. Let me make sure here. Just checking. Yeah, that Florida's sun is 13 degrees 30 three minutes so it's literally exactly two minutes like to the degree and quite frankly to the minute retrograde right on natal saturn so of florida so we definitely pay attention to that and it's going to go backwards for uh several months saturn will retrograde Uh, let's see, it'll go back to and cross, go back to six degrees and turn around and go direct in October. So October 10th. Well, the the 60% of all hurricanes happen in the last two weeks of August. I don't know if you know that. Now, I I heard that years ago. But again, with, with climate change and all, who knows if that's still the case because we do have these weird freak storms. And uh, I gotta say, you know, Hurricane Sandy, which happened in New York City in 2012 was, um, was uh, what was that, late uh, late October? Like, wasn't it Halloween or something? Yeah, so yeah, go figure, right? But I just wanted to say that to to say, you know, we, we definitely have some massive, um, there are big shifts here, and there are very, very powerful astrological transits that could mean it could play out like more storms, more upsets. And the storms, um, they could be real storms, or they could be storms of, you know, Mercury, what's Mercury and and uh Mercury is an air sign, right? Air, wind, right? So Mercury's transits were very prominent in Hurricane Andrew and in the storm of the century. But um, what I wanna say is that our solar eclipse, so we have Saturn retrograde exactly on the state of Florida's Saturn. That's number one. The other thing I noticed was in uh, last December's solar eclipse was 23 degrees of Sagittarius. And that is, and, and Florida's Mars, the Mars of the state of Florida is at 26 degrees of Sagittarius. So that eclipse happened Right next to Florida's Mars. So there's something brewing there. It's going to be opening up. Well, it already has. So I might as well move into that conversation now. Um, What what I would just say in terms of storms, yes, it could provide, you know, there could be something there, um, you know, especially since we are heading into hurricane season. Now, the opposition that Mars hit that point um, recently and I'm gonna t- explain that and where this is going. And this has to do with uh, Congressman Matt Getz or Gates, I think that's how you say his name, Matt Gates. He's this Congressman from the Panhandle. And um, he's definitely got us, uh, you've been following the news, there's a lot going on with that guy and it's kind of strange, but he's, the Department of Justice is, he's, uh, is investigating him for um, trafficking with an underage, uh, a 17-year-old girl. And uh, these his associate was indicted, arrested and indicted on many, many counts. His, he was the former tax collector for Seminole County in Florida. His name is, I think, Joel Greenberg. So uh, they the feds, he's already plea bargaining and cooperating with the feds, um, but he's basically delivering mat- Matt Gates to the feds and he's got all there's all these receipts and all these it's a really big scandal right he's got these texts and things and a lot of um, evidence and things that seem to point to this so there are no uh, arrests made yet it's simply they're still doing um, he's being uh, he, there's a focus of an investigation on on Matt Gates, and who knows where that would lead well I don't have a birth time. I don't see a birth time from Matt Gates, but looking at his chart, yes, definitely a lot to contend with. And it is intricately tied up with the state of Florida's chart. So we, again, we could be seeing the the, the hot air, right? air <laughs> may not be just a hurricane. It could be the storm of, Uh, publicity around youth trafficking. And I have said this before last a year ago when uh, last May when when um, the nodes shifted into Gemini and Sagittarius, one of the things I said was be on the lookout because we'll see more about youth trafficking. Um, a, any kind of human trafficking, but certainly with Mercury ruling trafficking, but youth as well. So youth trafficking, like the, the, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing is not over yet. There, he may not be here, but the, the rest of the network is, there's, there's still a lot to be exposed. And with the solar eclipse, the South Node solar eclipse last December at 23 degrees of Sagittarius, was conjunct the is conjunct the galactic was <laughs> conjunct the galactic center of the Milky Way, which is considered a whistle. They call that the whistleblower point. I love that somebody referred to it as that, and I love that. And it's usually associated with a lot of disclosures, a lot of things revealed, truth, right, truth and justice. There's a lot of great revealing that's about to occur. Well, that that little puppy is on Florida's Mars in the seventh house in Sag. So. Uh, dealings with uh, and, and in collaborations with others uh, in the state of Florida, right, making a trying to Pluto. Whoa, there, there's definitely a lot of potential for secrets and things, Pluto and Aries, you know, again, that, that could be pointing to um, sex trafficking, secrets and things of, of, uh, of this nature. Um, but it, ain't, it, it honestly ain't looking good for, for Matt Gates. Uh, But uh, I will say that, um, yeah, so between the Saturn return, where the, you know, Saturn, the law, right, reviewing, taking a look back at things, and then these eclipses um, on top of it, there's a lot going on here. And um, I would say, too, that um, when did we first hear this? Well, sometimes Mars will show up to activate an eclipse before the eclipse happens. Sometimes you can see things happening six months before an eclipse. Well, in this case, last month, April 12th to be exact, Mars was in opposition to that December eclipse point, 23 degrees of Gemini. So I remember saying, hey, watch around April 12th, watch what happens something about truth, something about people in high places because it's Sagittarius, the media, national media outlets. Uh, would be a SAGE thing. So what happened? Well, that's when the investigation, the Department of Justice uh, launched an investigation. They had started doing it at the end of March, but then there was a major turning point or a major development that took place on that day uh, regarding him. Um, April 8th, there it was, four days before is when the U.S. De- Department of Justice in- launched their investigation. So that was... Um, yeah, at 21 degrees of Gemini, so that was just two degrees in the eclipse point, it was activating it, and uh, and so there you go, and it's, like I said, this is going to be, what do they say in the news, this is a developing story, right, Uh, oddly enough, yesterday was his birthday, and he went to the villages, which is a huge retirement, the world's largest retirement community in Florida, very much historically a republican stronghold and he went on the road and he's giving this big blah blah about kind of like a new edition of make america great again but he was calling it like keep america first it seems to me that he's doing a lot of there's a lot of bluster and a lot of distraction and he's even bringing up like he was bragging about how he was a marked man and people don't like and he da, 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 da. it's just weird he's like talking into all this conspiracy stuff and the guy, I don't know, just want to stay out of that one. I'm just, the, the the reason I'm bringing this up is he's in Florida, his chart and Florida's and the eclipses and all this stuff is, and the Saturn return, many, many, many indicators here, more than you would... <laughs> want to know that are really showing that um, there's a page that's about to be turned in in our history. And I think that this could very well open up a huge can of worms as it did when Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and Ghislaine Maxwell and all that stuff. And here's another piece of it. And the fact that he is like Trump's you know many people call him like trump's puppet you know so you you're going to see a lot of uh this very same eclipse by the way was on the moon donald trump's moon on 20 sag eclipse so uh, it has the potential. in the south node is about a falling away it's, it's it's associated with things dying and decaying and falling away so a falling away a loss of power right and it, and here it is conjunct with like the center it's, there's a great revealing that is, um, has, is about to be opened up as a result of these eclipses where things really major endings, major beginnings. So there's that. And so, and then of course that, just like, you know, this, this whole sex trafficking thing is um, obviously it's a worldwide problem. It's not just Florida's, but Florida's chart is getting hit really strongly in this Saturn return, dealing with all that. And um, because uh, Epstein had operated so much out of this this kind of area, and uh, w- where did he have that? Didn't he have a mansion or something in Palm Beach? Or you know, so there's there's a very heavy Florida fingerprint, we'll say, and of course with implications for all over. Uh, let's see. Oh, I did want to say one uh, one small thing going back to the hurricanes. Um, When Puerto Rico was in its sixth Saturn return, um, Hurricane Maria happened. And if you remember when, no, it was Hurricane Irma, sorry, in 2017. And remember, it was really very, very, very tragic because all these supplies that were being kept back and it was just an enormous difficulty with the people there getting supplies. People were dying, there were floods, there was no electricity. Months later, it still had not been cleaned up. So there's another example of, uh, unfortunately, the rough side of a Saturn return where this um, abuse of power going on and, and all that. So um, there was hurricane um, and then Hurricane Maria happened as well. but Irma was the one uh, in, I remember looking at Puerto Rico going, oh my God, you know when they said how old Puerto Rico was and I did the math I'm like, oh my goodness, they're in their Saturn return And there it was. So it's just good to take note of these things and to be proactive in our work and meeting these challenges head on, not to run or anything from them, but saying, okay, you know, who are we going to be in the face of these things? And it's certainly a litmus test for how evolved we are when, when stuff happens and uh, how we can use these um, situations. How, how do we meet these challenges? That's really what it's all about. Uh, okay, that's all I have for today. And um, we will be back again with, um, like I said, we will be, ta- we'll be talking about India and COVID. So keep everyone, please keep, keep India in your prayers. Um, thank you so much for that. And uh, we will see you very, very soon. And we appreciate always any, any topics that you want to see covered, please always let me know. You can leave it in the chat box. Let me know how you are doing. Always great to hear from everybody. So um, blessings, blessings to all. Uh, This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Thank you so much for listening. Blessings, namaste.